Hi everyone. This is the last installment of our series, The Four Pillars of Relationship. It is probably the most practical of all four. The four pillars are trust, love, forgiveness, and last but not the least, communication. Yes, today we're going to talk about communication. Our four pillars of relationship series were designed to help you become victorious in the area of your relationships. This is not possible unless you have a heart that is saying, Lord, I am available. Lord, I am willing. Lord, I will humble myself because I want to change and I want to have a good relationship with people around me and with my loved ones. So Lord, help me with my callous and sometimes selfish heart. Help me to be others-oriented and help me to love others as much as I love, love myself. So you will be honored in all my relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. This topic on relationship is a hard lesson to teach. It is difficult because it's not a lesson on how to speak well or how well you should articulate or what technique is best to use in communication. But I'd like to talk to you about the heart of God in communication and why He wants us to communicate the right way with others. Three of my favorite preachers have something in common. All three of them have different styles and fluencies in the way they communicate. But the reason I realize I enjoy learning and listening to them is not because of their message alone, but primarily because I know the heart of these preachers or these messengers. If there was a title for this message, it would be The Heart of Communication. There are almost a thousand verses in the Bible about communication. Job 33, 14-17 says, For God does speak, now in one way and then in another, there no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision at night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride. God is a communicating God. He set the example for communication. God communicates to us through His words and through His actions. God does things and tells us how much He loves us by the way He does things. Communication is not all words. Sometimes they are communicated through actions. When God provides for us, for our daily needs, He's saying, I love you. When God protects us from harm, He's communicating how much He loves us. When God restores our relationship and forgives us, God communicates through His actions. But also, God communicates through His Word. He communicates to us all, all the time. He even made sure that we can, uh, we can really hear from Him, not when He just speaks, but because He even wrote it down. It's recorded in the Bible. You know, I saw this in Facebook the other day. It says, don't say God is silent when your Bible has been closed. <laughs> That's funny. My first point today is communicate with a good heart. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. 
and an evil man brings evil things stored up in his heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. In another version it says, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. What's in your heart? What's in your heart? Because your communication is only as good as what's in your heart. Is your heart filled with skepticism? Is your heart doubting God's love? Is your heart filled with unbelief? Are you angry? Is your heart still filled with unforgiveness? Are there some issues you're going through right now that you haven't surrendered to God? Are you unsure of the future? Are you worried? Are you putting your securities in the wrong places? Maybe places that can't even hold water? Are you restless? What is bothering you recently? Because what is troubling you will affect people around you. It will affect the way you communicate with others. With your spouse, maybe your parents, your brothers and sisters, friends, co-workers, and everyone else. So before we even begin to talk about communication, the big question is this. What's in your heart? Or is your heart filled with gratitude and love and contentment? Is your heart filled with joy? Because the joy of the Lord will produce strength of heart. Are you peaceful? Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to be honest with ourselves. We have a hard time confronting others and even more, a harder time confronting ourselves. So what's in your heart? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Some of you, you already know what's in your heart. You already know that there are things that in your heart you need to change. Sometimes we're just stubborn. Sometimes we're, you know, we are probably overcome by negativity. Sometimes we just don't want to honor God with our ways. Whatever is in your heart, good or bad, will determine the way you communicate with people. Again, for those who are willing to change, for those who are willing to humble themselves, here's my second point. Point number two, communicate to show love. Show love to others. Love is the first and second greatest commandment in the Bible. Love God. Love people. We are to communicate love. Love in two ways, the way you speak and through your actions. Again, you can only communicate what's in your heart and mind. Some people have a good heart, but they're not speaking it or they're not showing it. Some are not too showy. But you can show your love by speaking words of affirmation, words of encouragement that brings life, words that edify, not harsh words, not cursing words, not words that tear down the soul, but one that makes life a better place to live in. I grew up in a family where we don't normally talk. We don't normally communicate. Whether it's lunch or dinner, you know, we're all guys in the family, seven of us, with my sisters and my brothers. And when there's a gathering, we sit down, and lunch for us is, the main purpose is just to eat until I got married to my spouse. And I realized when they go eat, they actually 
connect to one, with one another. They talk to one another. So I was sitting down and I was done eating. I stood up and I said, where are you going, honey? I said, I'm done. No, stay. Let's talk. And I had to learn how to communicate. I had to learn how to open my mouth and encourage one another. Proverbs 15.23 says, A man has joy in an apt answer. And how delightful is a timely word. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear it. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in just the right circumstances. On the contrary, words can destroy. It can tear down lives. There's a saying that is totally false. It says, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. This is such a lie. Some people believe in it. Let me tell you, more people are hurt because of words. With their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. Point number three, communicate to iron out your differences. As human beings, we sometimes disagree, that's normal, with a lot of different things. And disagreement causes conflicts and resentment if left unresolved. You know, I've counseled people in the past, couples, and many times their argument is not because of recent things that are happening, but sometimes things that has happened 10 years ago and it's still in their hearts, unresolved conflicts. And even in the midst of disagreement, I believe we should continue to love one another. The best way to come to an agreement is through communication. You can iron out your differences, and I would suggest to pray first. Involve God in your conversation. Go tell your brother or your friend or your spouse, tell them, hey honey, we're a team. We're not against each other. You are not against me and I'm not against you. We're together and here is the enemy. The enemy wants to destroy relationships. So we want to communicate. We want to, we want to make sure that God is in the center of our communication. So this is so important because there is power in agreement. There is power when we come together as friends, as couples, as family. Point number four, which is so important. Communicate by listening more and speaking less. How many of you out there are more of a talker than a listener? How many of you are more of a listener than a talker? Okay. I was born, obviously, <laughs> I was born a, a talker. And I have to discipline my tongue. I have to listen more. I have to deliberately, intentionally shut my mouth and say, Jay, stop talking and listen more. See, God listens to us more than he speaks. In James 1, 19, he says, Understand this, my brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. You know, you're talking to somebody, and you know they're talking, and you're already thinking of the next thing you're going to say without even listening. It's important that we practice listening. See, God made himself omnipresent, 
always attentive and always listening. He's never overwhelmed by our prayers when we talk to him. He remembers all your prayers in detail, even the prayers that you have forgotten. He forgets our mistakes, but remembers all our prayers. He is a listening God. He listens to what you have to say and is concerned about you and what's in your heart. In fact, he knows each of us by name. Again, I say to you truly that if two of you should agree on the earth concerning every matter, whatever they might ask, it will happen for them from my Father in the heavens. So listen more and speak less. You want to be careful before you say anything and regret it later on. There are things that I've said and I wish I didn't say them. You know, I've hurt some people in the past. It took some of the people I've hurt years to recover, years to heal because of the things I've said. That is how powerful words are. So think twice, think thrice before you even blurt out a word, especially to your loved ones. It's normally the closest people to our hearts that hurts us the most and the people we hurt the most. An offended friend or a brother is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate close friends like a gate locked in with bars. Folks, in conclusion, our words, our actions, the way we communicate to others can either honor God or not honor God. But when we choose to do these things I just mentioned, Again, it takes a lot of humility to do these things. When we choose to do this, communicate with a good heart, communicate love on a daily basis, communicate things to to iron out our differences, communicate by listening more and speaking less. If we do these things, I believe we can honor God and have a healthy relationship with people. 